Good morning, everyone. Welcome to this episode of Coffee with Jim and James. James, before you bring in the guest, I have a quick story I have to tell. It involves one of the people on the Zoom call to, well, I won't say who it is. But anyways, you and I were talking with Chad Kubo this morning, also from Connections for Life, about an event we did last winter for the SGA, where we hosted a virtual game show. And it was really fun. But before that, it was about an hour before we went live, I may have walked out of the bedroom and walked around and I was wearing not a really, oh, an okay jacket, an ugly tie, an ugly, no, not an ugly shirt, but everything mixed match. I was wearing golf shorts and somebody named Tammy might've said, what are you dressed for? And I said, I'm doing a virtual happy hour game show for the SGA and I need to look like a 70s MC, TV MC or you know, game show host. And she was on like four different calls, the UK, Malaysia, some pipeline company, this, that, the other thing. She looks at me and she's like, okay, master bathroom, three minutes and 48 seconds, be there. So three minutes and 35 seconds, James, I go in there because as we always know with Tammy, early is on time, on time is late. So I'm in there. She comes in, she's on the phones. You know, like, I think she has four arms because she, these phones are going and she goes, sit down. And all of a sudden I said, do you want it? And she's like, Shh. you know? And she starts throwing powder and stuff and makeup. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So she's going at it, going at it. And about probably two and a half minutes into it, she takes a look and then goes back into it. And about four minutes into it, she goes into it. And then finally she goes, you're done. You're set. You're good to go. And she leaves. I get up. I look in the mirror. I have white hair, silver beard. I look like I'm 70. I walk out. I'm like, I look like I'm 70. And she's like, well, that's what you said. A 70s game show. So I'm like, no, from the 1970s, not 70 years old. I looked at my watch. We are literally 10 minutes before going live. She's like, you'll do fine. Bucket up there, big boy. So that, if you go back to that SGA event and look at that, that is the story behind the scenes as to how I got that look. But I did look story. pretty good. So. True story. Director sure. of makeup. Yeah, director of makeup there uh, for sure. Tammy, Matt, welcome to the show this morning. How are you? Thank you. Glad to be here. Uh, for those that don't know, Matt Green was the second guest. Uh, we we kind of had, there's a mix up out there. Some people think they're first and something, you know, there's a whole, you know, debate going on out there. But Matt believes he's the first because he was the first official because the first episode can't be found, um, which is kind of true. Um, but we'll give it to him, whatever you want to believe. In some circles, Matt was the first guest on Coffee with Jimmy James. I so take what I can get. What kind of pressure is that? And for those that don't know it, Tammy has to live with Jim. Uh, so no wonder they uh, head up the training over at uh, <laughs> Clock String NRI. Uh, hey, I wanted to start off, listen, the, over the last couple of couple of years, 24 months, y'all had to take on quite the task over there. And that was kind of merging four companies into one, really trying to figure out how to maintain customer bases, maintain relationships, training, all the things, right? How's that journey been for y'all? You know, I think it's, uh, as with anything like that, it's it's been a learning opportunity for a lot of us. Um, anytime you take, you know, several companies and, and you try to put them all together, there's different ways of doing things, different approaches, different uh, methodologies. 
And, you know, I think overall we've, we've done a lot of work, you know, I think for, for some people it, it couldn't happen fast enough for others. We were going far too fast. So, um, but, you know, overall internally, it's, it's been a, a good learning experience for, for those of us here. I think they would all agree. We've all learned a lot throughout this process. We've all been able to do a lot of things uh, and just overall, I mean, you know, for where we are in the industry, for where composite materials are uh, kind of in their you know, history within the industry, you know, we're, we're really still just scratching the surface, even though they've been around for, for quite some time. There's a lot of opportunities still out there. So I think for all of us, it was a fantastic opportunity, not only to learn, but also to really build something great. You know, all of our companies individually were, were good at different things. You know, there were, there were certainly times, obviously, you know, uh, the four different companies were competitors. Um, but I would say the amount of times we competed versus the amount of times we just kind of all did our own thing was was relatively small. Um, and so throughout this process, there's been a lot of good things that when we've been able to really kind of glean and learn. And that goes across, you know, kind of all aspects of our of our company, not just, you know, the materials, which we do have, you know, the best materials out there. We, we cover the full range of everything you could possibly want in a composite. We have that option now uh, throughout our throughout our portfolio, which we've, you know, began now officially launching kind of uh, earlier this year um, to the different industries. We're launching them, uh, you know, as we as we come out with our different uh, different lines that are really geared towards the different industries, the different market segments that we cover. Um, but not only that, we've also, you know, the processes, you know, from a manufacturing perspective, operationally, um, engineering methodologies, training methodologies, obviously, which is kind of near and dear to to, to me and Tammy uh, for what we um, But just lots of opportunities, you know, a lot of those types of things we've been able to learn. We've uh, learned from those. We've learned a lot about the different programs on the R&D side, some of the different testing programs that we've all got to be a part of. Um, it's, it's been, you know, overall just a learning and a growing process. And I think at the end of the day, really what I'm getting out of it is we've been able to combine not only all of that good stuff, but also really the best people. Um, and at the end of the day, people is what makes companies great. Yeah. Uh, and that's, that's really what I've seen is, you know, all of the people that we've brought together are, have just really stepped up and really shown kind of what that next step can be, not only for us, but also for, as I mentioned, you know, we're just scratching the surface. There's a lot of new things that are coming out, you know, that we can't really talk about yet that we know is in our pipeline. Uh, so there's a lot of great things happening, a lot of new things, a lot of uh, things that we've been able to accomplish, but as with anything, building great, you know, you know and, and it's my mantra in every day is, is we can always make things better. Um, and that's really kind of what, what we've been able to do is continue to take all these little things that we were all individually good at and combine them and now kind of take them to that next step and really be a great company uh, that meets all the needs of the various industries that we serve. Matt, it sounds like I'm a masterclass. Y- y'all should be able to put together a masterclass on change management after this, because it sounds like, you know, it sounds like such a bad word when we hear it, when we're in the throes of it, but it really strips you back down to those basics and how do you get those, that implementation and, you know, all of, whatever the project is, it really is. A, it sounds like a master class in that. Uh, also, Tammy, I saw your eyes light up when he said how awesome the people are. It sounded like uh, you agreed. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think one of the really cool things from the commercial teams is that a lot of us knew each other um, before all of the integrations and, you know, instead of being kind of like, oh, I remember when that person competed with me and it had a negative impact. It was, it was like a family reunion, hugs all around. We're on the same team finally. You know, it's a, kind of a celebration. 
And you and Matt are legacy NRI, Neptune Research folks, correct? Combining yep. with then the three other companies, Clockspring, uh, Milliken, and Citadel. Is that correct? And, well, you the Piper division of Milliken. Thank you, because Milliken's a big company. Yep. Yeah. Right, right. And then Matt actually started his career at Citadel. So he, he's got that. He tried to combine his, his legacy numbers, but that didn't pass through HR. Oh, Matt, trying to sneak mm -hmm. one in, huh? Yeah, man. It's a... Uh... It's all about those years of experience. I, I agree. And, and Tammy, I, I will, I would be remiss if I didn't say that you had been, you now 23 years in the composite world, correct? Correct. And bring a wealth of information to that, to that industry. So, but let's, uh, let's continue on, on that vein, um, really with best practices, you know, Matt, with what you were talking about, what you folks have learned by combining the companies and bringing the best of all the worlds together and that, um, you know, what kind of training requirements are there for composite systems? You know, what, what do you folks, you know, Tammy or Matt, whoever would like to answer that, um, what, does, what does that look like in your world? So we start with the federal regulations. So the Code of Federal Regulations has the four questions to find out whether or not qualification or operator qualification is required to perform a task. And if you ask any one of those four questions, Installing a composite requires a qualification. Um, and since they're operator qualifications, you know, they lean on us, the manufacturer, to provide the best practices. So we lean on the ASMA PCC2, the uh, American Society of Mechanical Engineers Post-Construction yep. Code, uh, Article 401, and the ISO document internationally. There's some compliance person just smiling in the <laughs> somewhere going, listen, listen to Tammy. Yeah, we're addling off subpart B. Just. Yeah, <laughs> and, and the scary part is from memory, you know, and she does this all the time. Well, according to 192.584 or whatever it is, I'm making that up because I don't know. Yeah, you know, sure. that up for sure. well, you know, that's what I do, and I do it pretty well. Any anything else with the uh, training requirements for composite systems that you want to add on? Well, as part of the uh, integration, right, is everybody did things a little bit differently. Um, everybody had their, their own platforms. So to, to James's point of getting back down to a management of change and the bare bones of rolling all four of them out the same uh, and also compliant to the codes and standards just to, to make sure that we are following the best practices. Okay. Verification, requalification. Okay. Okay. I, I want to go ahead, James. I'm sorry. I was just, Matt was, it looked like Matt was going to jump, jump in a little bit ago. So I was given the opportunity. No, I, I think there's, um, there's a lot of good foundational building blocks uh, in the, the ASME and the ISO documents that we typically reference. Um, and that's what we've used to really build off of, um, you know, kind of as Tammy mentioned, you know, the different industries have different requirements of their own. Um, and none of them really say, hey, this is exactly what you're supposed to do. Um, a lot of them, as you know, with the Code of Federal Regulations, for example, will simply leave it up to you know the manufacturer, whatever the manufacturer recommends for for training protocols and requirements is going to be there. Um, and the ASME and ISO documents have both done a good job at, at setting a baseline. And, and really, what we've tried to do is take those and, and build from those uh, based on what they have in there. You know, we we build our programs kind of around those to make sure we're hitting all of those minimums. Um, but then we take some of them and, and tweak them a little bit here and there, depending on where we're working, you know, 
um, where we're looking at you know, the US pipeline with the Code of Federal Regulations, it may be something completely different if we're looking at a pipeline in Australia. So we have to take a lot of those into considerations as well. Um, and even, even up in Canada, you know, they have their own uh, different uh, set of requirements. So most of the time they're gonna fall back to those two documents as the baseline, um, but some of them will have things that they then add in addition to that, that we require these specific things. Okay, let me let me continue on because I, I want to bring into the to the mix here just a, a better understanding. We have the qualification or operator qualification world, then kind of running, you know, alongside of it in parallel would be the certification world. And Clockspring NRI being a manufacturer, some of the OQs say, you know, follow manufacturer guidelines, specifications, yada, 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 yada. And it falls back, you know, onto the, the manufacturer and what you do. And I understand, you know taking the best out of all those and building those together. Certification has been really in your world for a long time, certifying people throughout the world on your proprietary products that you have and, and training them and such like that. Um, what's been some of the challenges that you folks have had over the years with the certification process? And you know, what is your path for, you know, uh, I guess, process improvement going forward? Yeah, I think that's that's been one of the um, I would say challenge is not really a challenge, but it's definitely something that we've had to try to tie in together uh, as we approach things. Um, we're obviously a, a global company. We, we service a global marketplace um, and not only a global marketplace, but also different industries uh, with across, right? So when we're looking at a regulated pipeline, they care about maybe different things than a process piping a refinery plant would. Mm. Uh, they have different requirements, different set of skill requirements, different set of learning requirements. Uh, in place. So one of the things that we've that we've now been working on and been doing is really kind of taking that and boiling it down into the essence of, you know, what do we really need as the building blocks to get this done? Some people care about certification only. Some people care about certification as it pertains to their operator qualification programs. Um, so what we've tried to do not only is, is build out the certification side, but also really kind of tie that together with the operator qualifications. And that's really where we get into some of the customizations, uh, a little bit of linking and things like that. Uh, and one of the ways that we've really looked at going into that is, is moving into a cloud-based uh, kind of uh, at your fingertips learning module program, right? And so we've really looked at that as, you know, a way that we can get that information out there. Uh, it allows us to do a lot of different things that we haven't been able to do when it was just, you know, a, a group of trainers with a PowerPoint on their laptop. Yep. Um, and if we have, you know, just, you can imagine, you know, one company with, you know, three or four guys who do training, you know, keeping them up to date on, you know, slide one has this change on this date and slide three, you need to adjust this. Um, that's really been a challenge, I would say, globally, keeping people not only up to date, but using the most current data. Um, not only in training protocols, but as, as materials change, as, as new products are released. So as we've kind of begin merging all these companies together with all these different training methodologies, with all the different product lines, we've really looked at, you know, how we can make it more efficient and, and more uh, improved overall uh, for that training experience, you know, not only for the trainers, but also for the installers. And, and moving to the program like this, you know, and, and we're obviously working with Energy WorldNet now to be able to do that, but it's allowed us to do a lot of things, you know, provide accessibility to people who may not have had it because, you know, as you build out a lot of these things, it's tough to send videos, it's tough to send large files, they yep. may not always have the best content. 
it's allowed us to be able to create additional content and make that live and active, you know, immediately um, rather than trying to figure out how to get it into everyone's hands. It, it allows for a streamlined learning effort for installers. So they're all seeing the same information, the same content, the same way. Uh, and just in general, a global consistency with real-time updates. Uh, and that's something that really has been, you know, it, and like I said, it's, it's not something that's not able to be overcome, uh, but it, it's certainly one of the difficulties if you're working with someone, you know, on the other side of the world trying to sure. conduct a training program on your behalf. So it's, it's really been able to help us uh, gather all that together, bring all that together. And we're, you know, we're, we've been rolling that out uh, over the last couple of months um, and really, it, it's allowed for all, all of those things to happen, as well as just immediate access for, for clients who need to get in. Hey, I need to take this up-to-date thing. Hey, my certification's expiring. How can I get this done? Well, it's now kind of at your fingertips, uh, easy, to, easy to use, easy to navigate, uh, and easy to get that done kind of when you need it, at the time you need it. One, one quick follow-up question into that. Um, you know, going from a world where you managed uh, certifications very manually to now a cloud-based system that's instantaneous, you know, on a device where people can see it. Have your operators and the regulators are kind of in your world giving you feedback as to this newer process or this process improvement or the this journey that you're on? Yeah, I think we, we've talked to a couple of them so far, um, and we're, we're still right at the beginning of, of really rolling it out, but we've already seen a, a marked improvement in accessibility. Uh, people, like I said, people being able to get in. But one of the one of the other benefits is we're able to now kind of tie in not only the certification side, but also that OQ side. We can tie that in a little bit more directly with that. And for the operators and the contractors out there, that's really kind of what they need is that immediate access. So I'm, I'm less versed on that side of the world. So I'm going to turn it over to Tammy now to let her kind of talk about how how those connections work and how certification and OQ kind of tied together and, and what they need there. I think one of the most important things that Matt talked about though, is it's kind of the document control. When something changes, everybody is aware of it. It's, it's in one location. Uh, you know, on the Energy World Net platform, we have a CSNRI library. And I think for us, it's extremely beneficial when we have strategic relationships with third-party trainers. And it's not always easy to make sure they all have that. Um, but in tying them together, you know, Matt, Matt talks about, you know, they're, they're giving something tomorrow. They need their recertification. It's Friday afternoon. They don't have their certificate. We're trying to find their last hands-on date. We're trying out in the, in the new library. We can see when they have their hands-on, when they get their recertification, how long before they have to go back for the full certification and a more clear definitive uh, definition of what they actually did. Um, so there's there's a lot less confusion about types, levels, and, and qualification for each product. Good. Yeah, I, I love the idea. <clears throat> I never really thought about the kind of version and control of it, you know, side of it to go back kind of to that management of change idea again. But yeah, it's a nightmare to control. I you know, obviously don't walk around and sell this all the time, but, um, you know, it's just something that, I remember Jim talking about how y'all were managing it even before this, you know, got to where it is now. And I thought, you know, exponentially how hard that would be. So very, very neat to kind of see it come to life, be an outsider. I got to see a lot of this from the outside, um, which is where I live most of the time because I can't really do much on the inside. 
Wow. Well, and, and James, let's talk just briefly, all four of us, about the power of relationships and network, although Tammy and I have a very close relationship, naturally. But <laughs> do you see the eye roll? But, but just, you know, honestly, being in COVID time, when you have two people in a home and you hear conversations going back and forth and you hear some of these pain points, it was probably two years ago when I started to pick up on this whole certification. And I'm like, wow, this is this is a lot more than just a, you know, it, it almost definitely mirrors a qualification program. I, I mean, it's very stringent and it, you know, and as far as deadlines, uh, some of us in this uh, Zoom may be very uh, uh, calendar driven and deadlines and such like that. We won't name names, Tammy, but anyways. Uh, Matt, you know, it's yeah, Matt. Matt, yeah, it's not James or I. Well, it's not Matt me. makes me look like a rookie. <laughs> but it, it, it was interesting, though, hearing about that and picking up as industry. And sometimes, and I tell people this when, you know, they're like, how are you doing during quarantine? I'm like, well, it's great having somebody else in the industry, although a separate industry, because just during the day, you just hear things. And it's almost like being at a trade show or a conference where you hear other people talking about things doesn't even apply to you. But it's just uh, interesting to pick that up in the in the workplace. So, just a little. I'm, I'm going to be really honest earlier. I don't know if y'all saw it, but I lost audio for a chunk of time, and I was scrambling over here, like terrified that I wasn't going to get back up by the last question. I was texting Jim. There was a whole fiasco over here, so I just had to be honest. I'm an honest guy. I just wanted y'all to know that. Wait, James, uh, are you I, speaking? We can't hear you, right, James? I'm Good news is, I'm just kidding. is I got here by the last question. So I'm going to get to do it. I was really sad because, Matt, I don't think we got to do this. We, we weren't very good at it when you were on the first time. I mean, we're still not very good at it, but we're no. better. No. As you said, we yeah. strive to be better. There you go. Every day. All right. So we'll let ladies go first, though, because that's oh, kind of guys we are. We're just honest, hardworking Americans. Uh, Tammy? You ready? Do you love what you do? Oh gosh, of course I do. Why? Are you kidding? Why? Um, well, for the opportunity and the challenge of growing every day, learning every day, and, and the opportunity to impact, you know, a great industry that we all stand behind, we all love. And and like Jim said also, man, the people. Going to a central area last week was like a family reunion. It looked like it. It was. I just got to see it on Facebook, like just like every other family reunion. It was great. Uh, <laughs> and me walking or dancing, we'll leave that alone. Yeah. Matt, how about you? Yeah, same thing. Um, you know, I don't have uh, Tammy's, Tammy's years yet on the experience side, but I'm, I think I'm narrowing in on her. If, if, if she'll ever uh, let me catch her, I don't think she will. But, uh, well, it's, it's been fantastic. I think what I love most about it is, is because, you know, one of the things I mentioned earlier is it composites have been around for a long time. Obviously they've, you know, they've been part of everyone's everyday life for, for, for many, many years, but for how we use them and, and what we do with them, it's still relatively new. We still come across people who don't use them. Um, have never used them. Some that use them, but not very often. Um, you know, it, it, it's really that, Kind of that that thrill of taking something from from the ground and and building it up, um, and that's that's something that I just enjoy. I like seeing things, you know, kind of from from start and growing them and and 
seeing what they can become kind of through that process. And, you know, I, I think it's, it's what kind of drew me to composites in the first place. Um, obviously, you know, uh, with, with my, my degree, I'm, I'm not anything remotely close to what composites would be. Um, but it's something that, you know, I, I seen an opportunity early on. It, it was a job that you know, I had, um, kind of, uh, almost lucked into, I like to say, um, just because I did, I'd taken a different job and had this opportunity come up and thought, Oh, this, this sounds fantastic. I, it sounds interesting. Um, and from the, from the first month I was there, it was just something I was like, Oh, this is extremely fun. You know, I'm, I'm actually enjoying coming to work every day. And I think from then it's kind of been that, you know, every day since then, and it's just continuing to grow as Tammy said, continue to learn different things and seeing, seeing the changes and just how much composites themselves as, as a repair industry has really grown over the years, I think has been really fun to be a part of. That's awesome. And I have to say though, it shows with both of you. And again, you know, when I see the amount of hours that you both work and put in tirelessly and don't complain about it because you really enjoy helping people, whether it's directly or indirectly or giving them bits of information and such like that, I've seen it out of both of you. And that just really tells me that you do love what you're doing. You love our industry and you want it to be the best that it can be. And, and it really, you know, heralds Clockspring NRI as, as a leader uh, in the industry, as well as a leader in the composites world. And uh, again, being very serious, kudos to you both and your organization. Hats off to you both for everything that you do for us. Um, it's great. It's nice to know that we live in a world where you folks are making our pipelines and our natural gas grid and other things safe and safer. And we appreciate that. I have to say that. And you're pretty decent people to, to hang out with. Like, I know I've only hung out with y'all virtually pretty much because Tammy, I mean, really, we, we've spent no time together. So I'm anxious to get out there, shake some hands, see some people in per, per person, um, put some faces to names, um, quit talking in these little boxes. We're doing it. We're getting there. Hey, AGA is coming up, folks. We hope It'll to see. I, I think we might have somebody there. So if, if you guys can make it, that'd be great. I'll so, be there. Uh, James, you and I will be there. We're given. So um, any last words, Tammy or Matt, anything you'd like to add? Thanks for having us. And thanks for helping us organize our record keeping. Absolutely. Mm. Look at that plug. Uh, like it was a professional. That was like a good it. plug. Tammy and Matt, on behalf of James and I, thank you so much for joining us today. We know you guys are really busy and, you know, take some time out of your busy schedule to join us really uh, meant a lot to us. Thank you for everything you do for the industry, making our world a safer place. Audience, please connect with Matt and Tammy. If you use a LinkedIn platform, go there. These two are great. They are SMEs. They understand the world. They understand pipelines. They understand composites. And they are more than happy to help folks that want an understanding of how to be better each and every day. And these two can absolutely give you some advice on that. So again, Matt and Tammy, thank you for joining us. Until next week on Coffee with Jim and James, on behalf of James and I, as we always say, please stay safe and we'll see you next time. Have a good day. Thanks, Matt and Tammy.